commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Scottback, and you're listening to Core World News, your Star Wars newscast for in-depth coverage and analysis of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for September 5th, 2019, Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. Locked in foil to attack position, but first, Entertainment Weekly reports the Mandalorian will not only explore the downfall of the Empire, but also the origins of the First Order. Now for Ben, Grant, and Adam to discuss. Right, Grex, thank you so much. You. Getting us uh, right in here. Um, all right, so this is kind of, this is totally unexpected. Yeah, this is a really cool report to, to, to wake up and read in the morning. I was like, oh, so we're going to actually learn a little bit about the origins yeah. and I hopefully the rise of the First Order that's in The Mandalorian, which is kind of cool. And a lot of, informa- a lot of more information came out of that report. Uh, we got a few names. We got a backstory for Cara Dune's character. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or for Cara Dune, uh, we got um, uh, we, we, just a little bit more info. And um, super, super exciting to hear that the First Order is actually going to be explored in the series. Like, that is super cool. Because yeah. it's early. It's really early for the First Order, right? Yeah. We're only six years post-Endor. Six years post-Endor. And, but immediately, one year post-Jakku, right? Yes. So, I mean, this yeah. is zero for as far as any sort of empire-like entity that we've had. Yeah, I think we're probably just going to get Giancarlo Esposito or someone else kind of talking, figuring out, like, where does the empire go from here? We have these people who are true believers. What do we do with them? They've just been, they being Lucasfilm, has been so coy about this. Yeah. Which I don't understand. I mean, in most stories, it's like, there's this thing called the First Order. Yeah. And then we have this piece of media that tells who and what they are and where they're from. Like, we live in an age of origin stories. And yet... They're like just giving us nuggets with like bloodlines and aftermath. There's just a couple little references where you're like, "Oh, is that is that going to be the thing? Like the you know yeah. that mm-hmm. is going to be the first order?" And you see, I mean, yeah, in Phasma, there was some early. I mean, that's stuff why I there. think there's so much riding on the rise of Skywalker because we're, Palpatine's going to have to explain his plan, the overall plan that took place after his his demise and um that means operation cinder that means everyone reporting to the unknown regions that means Mm -hmm. this new sith armada that means all this stuff's gonna have to be explained and i i love that in the mandalorian they're actually going to explore some of the the origins of how some of the ex-imperials you know joined that contingency plan all this kind of stuff that i feel like is that we got a little bit of in aftermath actually we got a fair bit of it in aftermath um but there were still a lot of questions yeah. and mysteries. That, yeah. you know, I that. wonder. So, that it, so, so it premieres November 12th, right? And Rise of Skywalker is December 20th? My gosh, that'd be great. Yeah, so right. so that means we get six episodes of The Mandalorian pre... Mm. So, so I wonder if there will be synergy. I wonder. Synergy. I wonder if maybe in some of the January, February episodes, maybe they get the call. Maybe John Esposito gets the call. Right. And we did get his know, name, to, finally. John oh, Carlo Esposito's yeah. name is Moff Gideon. That's oh, a great one. That, yeah, it's right there. there. Pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, and we, do, we did learn that uh, in the report that Cara Dune was a former shock trooper. Yeah. We knew that from the beginning, actually. I think that was, okay, that that was early was, information. Report. I think that leaked out. I think that was kind of one of the yeah. very scary pieces was, of information. She was a rebellion shock trooper, though, not a not a um, imperial. Empire, That's interesting because the, the art I saw in whatever whatever uh, 
site was reporting it, there, there was an Imperial shock trooper. Yeah. Oh, so, maybe so. Yeah. Maybe they reported it wrong the first time. Right, which it's a leak, so that often yeah. happens. That's yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's a game of telephone; something gets lost. Right. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. So shock troopers are like the ones that wear the white and red armor. That's in right. The yeah. Original yeah. trilogy, yeah. almost like a super checkered cool. red. Yeah. Kind of above their visor. Yeah. Exactly. And on the face, they were um, really. It was a cool unlock in um, Battlefront One. Yeah. Um, in 2015. Um, you can play them. It was cool. So uh, that's a that's a great thing. Yeah, it's fun. I feel like um, I, I you know after uh, we D twenty three they dropped the trailer. I realized working the Instagram I'm like oh I gotta follow all these actors. Like I always forget to follow the actors. I always follow mm. the creators. But they and so I, I just went on this storm of following like every actor who's on Instagram. Yeah. And it made me so even more excited for the show because <laughs> the amount of interaction between all of them on Instagram is adorable. Like they oh. clearly all love each other and get along. Yeah. And like the immediacy of all their publicists dropping the trailer two seconds after it dropped. It was like, it was execution at its like finest where oh, everyone right. just said, like you could tell everyone was just waiting for the moment that they could hit enter and like, and oh, like cool. post. And like every, like literally my Instagram feed, there was like 10 posts in a row of just the trailer because it was all of the uh, actors posting, posting it on their the trailer and they're yeah. like, you can, you can it's, show it yeah, off. Which is so like, yeah, an amazing in, trailer. I love so it. Good. <laughs> it was so good. I've watched that more times than I've watched the teaser, tra- the last teaser for episode nine. Wow. Yeah. Which says nothing against, says nothing about the, that, that teaser trailer, which was amazing, but I just, yeah, was, I love that opening the of the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian opening shot is mm-hmm. just beautiful like the 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 like just the decimation of the stormtroopers and the heads on spikes it's just like tone hope, setting immediately i hope yeah. warner i hope there's no dialogue and it's just warner herzog just narrating the whole, <laughs> whole show. Oh. that was the boldest choice and i love it it's my favorite choice that the made. yeah <laughs> like that's it's amazing i, I yeah. hopefully favreau pulled together some just great people to do this like i mean this is essentially yeah. a passion project of his yeah. that he's always wanted to do that just happens to be really well funded yes it does feel like the advent of something really special to like the mcu and you're talking yeah. how, how close the actors are together and, yeah and you know how, how it feels like a family uh, to a degree i feel like this is the start of something big like disney plus i think and these event series series that are coming out from Lucasfilm, I feel like this is going to be, the the, the galaxy is going to grow from here yeah. at this point. And it's yeah. going to expand and expand and expand. And all these actors are going to come together in different ways. And it's going to be a family at the end of the day. So super, yeah. super yeah. cool. I mean, I think I've said this before, and I don't want to overstate it, but Disney Plus had has really three, four giant entities underneath it, right? Disney, Marvel, um, Pixar, Star Wars. Right. It could have chosen any of those four to be the flagship show. Hmm. Which think about Marvels had like the biggest year ever. That's a good, really good point. And yeah. they went, nope, we're doing Star Wars, right? And to yeah. be to be honest, out of those three four, Star out those, Wars series, yeah, three Star Wars series, and only one like day one, like day day and date is like that's the thing that's going to yeah. be there. And I'm like, if I had to guess, if you would take me two years ago and told me this was going to happen. Star Wars would have been fourth on my list of things they probably would have dropped. It would have been Marvel first, mm. then Pixar, then Disney, then Star Wars. Well, I still think they need to get buy-in with Star Wars. I think yeah. there's a mm-hmm. younger demo that isn't totally sold on it. And I yeah. think um, it, it's really just the older demo that is, loves it and has stayed you know, loyal to, to the yeah. to the series and the franchise. And I feel point. like 
Um, they're going to have to create that buy-in. I think Disney Plus is the perfect way to saturate that, mm. that streaming service with some Star Wars. Yep. And therefore, there's something for everyone after that. Yeah, there are going to be yeah. so many parents who buy it, tell their kids they're buying it for the Disney and Pixar, and they're like, right. hey, do you want to watch this too yeah. while we have it? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. hey, look, they got all the new you know, Resistances up yeah. here now yeah. too, and all the Rebels. <laughs> there's also like... retention, right? It's like yeah. a lot of the shows we are seeing that are landing on Disney Plus are for the older folks. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. we're trying to retain you know, your interest in the series whereas the saga films have, have I I think have gone in a direction that's kind of four quadrant and family friendly yeah, yeah totally yeah. Yeah. as opposed to the original trilogy that it's kind of modeled after it, I feel like it was far darker in a lot of ways yeah that's because yeah. at that time that didn't exist right right exactly. like like yeah. it's it's it in a lot of ways <laughs> Star Wars is the reason why Star Wars is the way Star Wars is right now yes Star Wars created really those four so. quadrants in a lot of ways those original yeah. thing right of like they tried to pattern after this like how do we make this yeah. giant space opera into something that's that we can keep replicating it's special and i really think it's the crown jewels of uh crown jewel of disney's like you know whole collection right now um because you know i was just thinking about this yesterday the whole thing someone was whining about how there's like not going to be another feature film in the solo trilogy thing and been like it's because they bombed and i'm like Four hundred million dollars, not bomb. And, uh, but yes. and Rogue One too. It was like it underperformed. Yeah, yes. like the reason why Rogue One was so unpopular. I'm like it did a billion dollars <laughs> at the box office. Anywho, there's a fallacy out there, and it grinds. Who me is years. this person? No, I'm sorry. I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> who are these people? It's it's no, our it's, it's Reddit. It's a Star common. Wars it's a common narrative yeah. out there. Yeah, which but it's sort of sad. That's the way that I feel like Solo out. would make a great series on Disney Plus. It's just yeah. I think those actors are just no. too high profile for TV. Exactly. I, no, I, I think I think the whole thing from Disney's point of view is it's like a shift. They're just trying to sell their new product, which is Disney Plus, which yeah. is huge, and they want the biggest bang for it. So they have not one, not two, three new Star Wars series. We're talking like a hundred hours of yeah. new Star Wars content in the next year. Yeah. That's going to be launched and filmed and made and all that stuff. And, and they're like, yes, we're taking a, a break from the feature films for three years. But by the time that comes out, there could be five. Like, oh, yeah. they're focusing their real energy, their most important thing yeah. on Star Wars. And they need it to be long-form series yeah. mm-hmm. and well-funded series. I mean, they're spending $10 million an episode yeah. on The Mandalorian yes. for their video on demand. So it's yeah. it's a special I IP. Cool. And I think it's their best IP. And and. You know, this focus and the reason we're not getting those features is just timing. It's yeah. time to roll out this new product. I'm willing to bet that the fourth live action series we get is in the solo universe. Oh. In some way. Like syndicates, I, basically, like the three yeah. syndicates. That, because yeah, yeah. the only person too big for television in all of solo in the entire no, two people. No, because he is doing television. One person, Woody Harrelson. Mm. Everyone else came from television. Or is going to tele- television. Paul Bettany, again, dead, so we're not going to see him again. But that character, where he played Dryden Voss, is going back to play Vision in right. WandaVision. Right. Right. Like, there's not this, this... The vision between movie and television is old school. Like, so many people love yeah. going to television. Like, uh, um, going to television. Right? Like, I just feel like yeah. all of them are... No. are especially because it's going to be like a five, ten episode yeah. series. They get paid... Because probably they they probably have it in their contracts, and they're just going to fulfill their contracts and get paid tons of money just to do television. What do they care? Right. I I don't get me wrong. I would love a I, I would love that series. Yeah. I would love to see it. But my new theory is that um, we're going to get it in Obi Wan because it 
yeah. the time the timelines match exactly, and yeah. they're in the exa- on the exact same planet in the entire galaxy of Tatooine. I'm gonna merge our two ideas. Okay. <laughs> so I recently started watching the show Titans. Okay. Uh, from the DC universe. How is it? All right. It's fine. Carly likes it more than I do, which I thought for sure she was not going to be on board with that. All right. Um, by the way, it's because I have a VPN and I'm watching it through my British version of Netflix. <laughs> it's the best cheat in the world, guys. I don't even know what you said, but oh, that I sounds will, great. I'm I super You're supposed to turn your head away from the mic. Oops. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're talking to your real friends now. <laughs> but anyway. Um, and like episode four, they introduced Doom Patrol, which is the next show that's there. And so okay. my thought is like, I wonder if in Obi-Wan, there's going to be an episode four, five, oh. six, where they reintroduce some of these characters and they have this adventure and then kind of they like split off and split off. And that's going to be there that's because a literal spinoff. It's yeah. going to be weird, though, if we have Solo interacting with Obi-Wan, they got to interact. I don't think that interaction. No, they, happen. they, they, right, can. they can't. But they can be, be re- they can be in the same world at the same time, running into the same people, inter in, impacting each other indirectly. Would indirectly. be kind of fun. Would be yeah. a fun story. But I don't know if you could do that more than an episode, right? That'd be kind of a fun side episode to be like yeah. watching their paths yeah. almost interacting yeah. and not. Yeah, I mean, you think about how dense the hive of scum and villainy that is Mos Eisley's spaceport. There's any, you know, I mean, and granted, a lot of it leads back to the huts, but you could introduce four other crime yeah. syndicates that that have you know yeah. a foothold in that city and and then in that way it's like they're just the the cosmos of yeah. of you know criminal connections is so dense that they really don't ever touch the same side of it you know mm-hmm. yet but then yeah. it does i mean who knows he might know chewbacca right i could buy because he's like chewbacca yeah. here is like got a you know is could, the first was, mate on a ship <laughs> you and i were doing the same math earlier today in our brains because yeah. i did the same thing <laughs> we're like well he could have known chewbacca because there's not really anything there it doesn't say yeah it's funny i saw a clip the other day of george lucas saying continuity is for wimps and uh that stuck in my mind <laughs> oh, and, and, god and, bless and, that man and uh, i feel oh, like you the, the like the interconnectedness that you guys are thinking of right now i think is is the wrong direction for Star Wars. I think the galaxy seems smaller if people are interacting before they meet in certain places in the timeline. And so you want to make the galaxy feel big and and vast. And I feel like uh, as much as I want like an underworld or syndicate show where possibly Han Solo's there or for Han Solo to appear in Obi-Wan, I think think that the, the best direction Disney can take for the next live action series is to go younger to skew younger because yeah. these yeah. three first three shows are for for the older demo i'd have to say yes right. and so i would i would do young leia as a show mm, or i would do a what if-esque mcu type show but call it infinities love it and have it be cartoon have it be animated by, oh. the, by the titmouse guys or yeah the guys who are doing galaxy of adventure yeah, favorite thing ever yeah yeah something like that i think the, the, either one of those shows would be a big hit yeah. and would draw on a whole new draw on the younger kids you know i think yeah i'm totally with you Totally with you. I just don't know. I don't know if that's what they're thinking. That's my thought, right? Is like trying to right. anticipate what Disney's thinking versus like what should be done. But I love those ideas. I mean, that that young Leia stuff has been floating around in the ether for quite a while, and it's right. such a young Holdo would be in that series yeah, as well. Totally. Um, kind of related to this, making the universe smaller again. I had another thought, um, just because I randomly saw his face pop up on my screen for mm-hmm. something else. Do you think we're gonna get Jimmy Smiths in Obi Wan? I think you could get Jimmy Smith. Yeah, Smith's in right. I feel cool. like that's going to happen. I feel like we're going to get Space Jimmy Smith. Get Frank Oz in there. Yeah, technically, oh. well, they don't see each other much. No, but no, but they'll be communicating through the Force. Through yeah. the Force. Yeah. I mean, we could get Liam Neeson. We should get yeah, Liam Neeson. We should. 
Um, so I love it. Grant's like, you shouldn't make the universe smaller. And then we come back to go to the meeting and they're like, but who, what, who, who That's a really good point, Grant. Grant. But but told, I like, think there are story devices. Though. With yeah. Bale, with Bale, you can, you know, maybe Obi-Wan turns down Bale's initial offer for some yeah. sort of help yeah. somewhere across the galaxy. And so then you get this downturn, this depression begins after that. Right. You know, something like that might you, be Those are natural connections. Exactly. As opposed to like, yeah. why, would, right. why would Han be there? Right. Instead of right. shoehorning yeah. them in yeah. there. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree, agree with you, Grant. You're you're totally right. Like, I yeah. want the galaxy to feel big. I want there yeah. to be simultaneously... I mean, this is what hopefully... The, well, probably is what this will be. Simultaneous stories happening on the same planet with no connection to what to, you know, yeah. to each other. Mm. Or on different connections, you know, on different planets, entirely different things going on, entirely different motivations. Yeah. Um, there could be, you know... And, and really, Obi-Wan should be a really small story and other ones are bigger but it'd be cool Agreed. if they really brought in like oh wow actually he was heavily involved in like the crime syndicate mm-hmm. who, yeah you know that he could be involved in sort of all sorts of adventures well, i know ray park is looking to do more star wars i, I don't oh, see yeah. why he wouldn't do some crimson dawn yeah. type type mm-hmm. series you know just call it crimson as, dawn. Yeah. as much as we know yeah. my feelings about his appearance in solo i do love seeing him play darth maul <laughs> and i'd be happy to watch him play it in a very natural or how about way this, how about this a lando show yeah uh, written by Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how you get him yeah. in, right? Is like yeah. written by. Written by I would love to watch him. He's so yep. creative and and it would be a but modern he, day in Zatuichi, yeah. which I've mentioned now a couple times. <laughs> but like, will we that it be that good? Yeah. yeah, we're looking for Zatuichi. I, but yeah. like, but don't be blind. Just like <laughs> smooth <laughs> AF. He's we did get Sure it. Yeah, it's a little 100%. bit. No, but I want the series, which is <laughs> okay. like well, maybe we know, get like a written and directed pre, uh, by a genius doing like this amazing show. Right, right, nef- right. nothing happens that's, different in every. That's episode. how you rope in one of the cast members for that. You give yes. them the writing yeah. credit. Yep. You yeah, directing, uh, sure, and acting. You know, yeah. all the above. Whoever you want in your show, and yeah. just give it to him because he's a genius and he's also a nerd who loves Star Wars and everything else. Like he's gonna yeah. do it justice. Like he's not gonna do yeah. like this. Like no. I have this idea that doesn't make it. It's gonna he's be a singular talent. Yeah, it's completely connected to the story, but it's gonna be something we didn't think of that is just like of course we didn't like why didn't yeah. we think of that it's gonna be the and he's story. hilarious and i so funny i really wish we could. now i have this now i have to have this show yeah i really wanted to see some of the lord of miller content that they shot for mm, solo yeah. but we never got to see it but i feel like donald glover has the same chops he'd respect the series he's just a good director yeah yes. a good writer yeah. and like that would be oh man i would i mean atlanta is amazing it is it is incredible extremely deep yeah and also extremely just surface funny. Like, it's one of those shows right. that you can appreciate at any level. And yeah. I feel like that's what he would do for Star Wars things. Like, you could just tune right. out and be like, this is fun Star Wars. And then realize there's more going right. on. Underneath. He at least has the chops to make it as deep or as surface funny as he wants exactly. it to be. Yeah. And, um, yeah, gosh, that's such a good idea now. Lando, written by Donald Glover. By Donald, written, yeah. written, directed, and acted by yeah. Donald Yeah, whatever Glover. he wants to do. Because that's a big feat. That's like doing a movie at that point, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like you're still in the, you're still showing off your talent. In the on the biggest in the biggest way possible, it's just it is on a streaming service. Yeah. Comic Crystal Comics Corner. All right. This week we have Star Wars number seventy one and the new comic Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple. First issue came out this week. Uh, we'll start with Star Wars seventy one, uh, Rebels and Rogues Part Four, written by Greg Pak. Phil Noto is the artist. VCs Clayton Cowles is the letterer, and Phil Noto is the cover artist on this issue as well. Um, great, so here's a little summary. Uh, the ensemble continue their missions on separate worlds. After discovering the sentient rock species, the Kakra, <laughs> inhabit the desolate world of K-43, C-3PO and Chewbacca race to deactivate their detonators. But with Darth Vader's arrival on the planet, they may be out of time. 
On the core world of Lance Carpo, Han and Leia's mission goes in a wild new direction as Leia's old flame, Dar Champion, persuades them to provoke Boss Carpo into attacking the Imperial fleet. On Sergia, Warba teaches Luke an all too familiar mantra that helps him focus his force abilities before robbing an Imperial payroll center unscathed. That's kind of the summary of the three different journeys they're going well on. Well done. A lot happened. Lots man. going, yeah, a lot was, going uh, on. Very comics. succinct. Well done. Um, Wow, let's talk about uh, what do we think about it's totally off randomly. What do we think about uh, rocks having a psychic connection to droids? The old, it's super the ore and the rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I let's not let science stand in the way of a good story. I got completely thrown <laughs> off from it immediately at first. And I'm like, what? Because I was like exactly what I said, but I was like, what? Why is a rock talking? To-? And I'm like. Oh, Star Wars. This Star is great. Wars. Yeah. And then it's like, it, like, Physics don't really apply. It, it, took, it was literally like five second argument <laughs> yeah. in my brain. And then I was like, oh, but I kind of like it. I'm fine. <laughs> well, have you, have you guys written Yoda's Secret War, I believe it's called? Or I, I'm not too sure what the comic is yeah. called. Is that what Yoda yeah. gets no, he Yoda transported into Battle World and has to fight and all there are the rock other people, Marvel? Oh, no. Okay. He communes in a mountain, right? With a mountain in that one? Yeah. Oh, is exactly. that the one where he's jet? Uh, it's from yeah. like it's from Star yes, Wars. Yes. Luke is reading the and he the knows journal. it's the Force, but it's like the Force in a different language, and he yeah, can't like exact. translate and it. But he does figure it out eventually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we have seen I think rock type. Yeah, yeah, sentient beings before uh, in that comic. I love and it. Now you're seeing it again. It's I just think it's super. Thing. I think it's super poetic because I think yeah, yeah, Jedi are oftentimes lifting rocks. It's kind of this age old psychic. Right. You know, hey, uh, rocks have feelings too. Right, and I feel like no, this kind of shows that personification that the Force <laughs> is in everything, even yeah. rocks. I think so that's really Ray is their greatest poetic. enemy. <laughs> I mean, at this point, yes. I Girl mean, can move rocks. <laughs> I'm just saying. Those rocks. I mean. No rocks were hurt in that movie, I hope. I hope not, because that was a lot of babies that she lifted up. Those are tiny rocks. That Those had were to babies. There were some big rocks, too. There, were, there was a lot of rocks. I know. Wait, that wasn't a mean thing about the saying she was only lifting small rocks. The <laughs> Compared to these people. Anyway, I feel like I can't say anything right. So um, I also think there's something poetic sheesh. to Vader arriving on K-43 yeah. with the rock people being lava, like molten rock people. Oh, there's, some, yeah. there's something interesting there, a poetic connection, especially with Vader and Mustafar and, and the, the well, cat crux. Right, and he even knows that it's named. He even comes in, knows that it's Cockra, right? Like he actually says, "I'm sorry." What he was... says, "Elders of Cockra." Like he knows that's Cockra. So it's just fascinating. I don't know how Vader did this, right? Wait, like, we restarted the podcast. Did he... I said that a certain <laughs> I, way. I, I thought we all agreed on Cockra. <laughs> no, it's clearly Cockra. I thought that was funnier. It's clearly Cockra. So. No, I like but this. My I like point this. is that he somehow he doesn't speak Cockra-ish, right, or Cockraese. He just knows it from actually doing a psychic connection or a force connection with the, the rock Cockra. people. So like are they going to also view him as a sort of droid or like or because he's, he's in a cybernetic outfit? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's interesting. How they're going to actually see him? I think yeah. they'll see him like they see see their people. I, I bet you're right. I bet you in the next or he's, issue. Yeah, he's your you no. Know, he's yeah. part of the band right away. Yeah. They're like, oh no. We know we do. You are cousin. What is it? Malian? No. We uh, are stone. You are or or right? yeah. You are cousin or cousin or. That, that was the voice I was doing for the elder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little derailed there. Um, yeah, there was like a really tender moment in there too. A really like heart wrenchingly sad moment. Yeah. About, oh, like yeah. the clown that is C three PO and like. He's like, no, like, did like a psychic thing to guilt him out and be like, listen, no one loves you. Well, it was flesh like an existential. Love yeah. Flesh goes away. Yeah, you know, Reckoning. all flesh will leave you. Right. And they're not wrong, necessarily. Like, the two yeah. things he flashes back to of, like, the end of A New Hope when, like, they, when, when 
R2 gets lifted out and is just dead and they're like we'll help, we'll get this little buddy help and then the they're humans like, yeah, just whatever. and then the humans walk away <laughs> hugging each other and laughing <laughs> and yeah. like C3PO is just stuck there like but my friend's dead right but my friend yeah. needs like an everything transplant yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is Greg Pak again is working his magic. Like, this is a incredible flashback. Yeah, I sort of interpreted as like there was some sort of psychic connection between that the Kakra um, chief and C three PO. Yes, it like, totally. like, like they both witnessed this, and he's like, "No, I yeah. know what you saw." Because like, yeah. the the chief Cochran touches three PO on the forehead, and he has these visions, and then. C-3PO says, what did you do to me? Like, what did you do? Like, right, And so, right. like, it is. There was a psychic connection between a rock monster and an android. Android. He's like, no, I am yeah. android. And he's like, yeah. you're a cuz. Yeah. Don't worry about it, cuz. And by the way, we know you're an interpreter droids, and we need yeah. you right now. This is amazing. I kind of wish this whole story had been, like, a five-part miniseries of just, like, 3PO <laughs> and... Yeah, and and we're getting I mean, a ton of it, but it's just like it's strong enough that they could have just done a buddy. Right. Five that begs the question: yeah. Could Chewbacca and C-3PO have their own adventures after oh, the saga dude. films? Dude, absolutely, because yes. this proves they're they going to be the only ones that make it out alive. Oh my God. So. They could be like the far future, like tag team, this yeah. like old right. Chewbacca he and some like, like gray stripes through his hair. And, and right. C-3PO over communicates. There would be no lack of dialogue. There'd be no lack yeah. of you know the right. audience having someone to to sympathize right. with and. We always know what we always know what they've done such a good job in all the movies telling us what what Chewie's saying without it being yeah. clunky. You know, like we can figure it out. He's he's very emotive right. for walking carpet. Yeah, no, that's my only criticism of this series. I mean, I love everything there. It's not it's not a criticism of any of the content. I just it, it's like you just get these drips and drabs of these three amazing stories. It's yes. like such a tease. Like, because they're all great. Like, I want them all. Yeah. yeah. I want them all. But it's like, just give me more than, like, yeah. you know, a couple frames of them doing a thing. It's, it's, uh, it's I want bigger portions because I'm. When they release the trade like paperback, that. I may actually buy it, which I don't always do because I own the individual copies, but yeah. I may buy the trade paperback of it. And I might read the three stories. Until they come together, because my guess is at some point they're all going to intersect. We have seen yeah. Phil Noto art oh, yeah. of Chewbacca and Darth Vader fighting. Oh. We are going to get that issue yeah. seventy-four. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I need this. Oh, I, I, I need this, guys. I envy that. I need Chewie I, and Vader. I, I envy that. That, that, that optimism was burnt out of me at age sixteen with being burned so many times for comics. I no longer believe anything I see on the cover of comics. But I, I might read the trade paperback and actually read the three stories, like actually flip past and just read the entire Chewie three PO story in a row, and then the entire Hanley yeah. in a row without actually jumping back and forth. I think he's doing a really good job jumping back and forth because he finds good endpoints but i do want to just see that one story told uninterrupted yeah because i think it's the super skilled storytelling i think greg pack has just done a phenomenal job yeah after taking so over. good um let's jump to the core talk about han leia's mission yeah all right Woo. the core so last issue we ended with dark champion i guess finding han and leia in yeah. the, the, the vents yep. and pulling a blaster on them and they kind of just ominously ended yeah I mean, it's a great story. I like Dark Champion. The more I see him, even though I, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, a threat to my man Han. But he's Leia's Lando. Yeah. Oh, I see that. I was reading that through this, and I'm like, oh, they're kind of doing the. Right. So it's kind of funny where 
after this, the we frenemies. know that, that this idea that that suddenly Han is thrown into the situation where there's an old acquaintance to Leia who may or may not betray her, may or may not actually right. be on her side. Right. Right. And it's funny, like, just a few weeks later, I assume, yeah. right. she's thrown in the opposite situation where she's now with one yeah. of her his, his old buddies and doesn't know if she should trust him or not. That's an interesting coincidence that, yeah. that happens so close together. Um but this is this is this was my favorite moment in the comic was when Leia shows her close combat, mm-hmm. her close quarters combat ability, and she just just, just, just takes over, yep. takes over the situation, beats Dar Champion down, takes takes his blaster. Um, just super cool to see Leia fighting like this, and Han just yeah. totally just opt out. Yeah, he was like, "Wait, are we supposed to start hitting each other now? I thought we were friends." Oh, he gets like, leg swiped immediately. Yeah, and Leia just takes out Dar Champion and. And he admits that she's always she's always been better than him at close quarters combat. There's yeah. a moment where he gets yeah he gets taken out. Han gets taken out immediately and watches them two of them fight. And he's just laying on the floor and he goes whoa yeah. <laughs> like, like, whoa like, that's my favorite line. <laughs> yeah. He's just like yeah. whoa yeah um, this moment yeah that's pretty cool. That's pretty I love cool. the uh, the attire too. I think all three characters are super cool. She's attire. wearing the um, the dress from the medal ceremony, right? Or is it a little different? They're she's wearing all, the belt for the medal ceremony. Yeah, they're all similar. And they're the all dress. kind of slight takes. Different takes on their on their kind of the outfits we saw. Console with the sash, kind of like the, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, a little bit of that kind of space pirate thing going like on. It. Yeah, um, yeah. Then then we kind of jump, and then Dark Champion kind of changes the the direction of the missions by uh, persuading them to uh, provoke Boss Carpo to attack the uh, Imperial right. fleet instead of having all the cards are on the table, and yeah, they do a they certain pretty rugby. cool. But then it ends in this awesome like waltz scene mm-hmm. uh, yeah. where. Uh, uh, Han and Leia, uh, Dark Champion runs to go dance with someone, and then Han and Leia are just kind of dancing, and it was kind of there was metaphor there, there was some simile, there was it was a thing. Was a thing. Yeah, we haven't seen dancing in Star Wars in the main films, really. No, yeah. except for that fever dream by that crazy girl that then got killed by Darth Vader. Right? Didn't she waltz with Darth Vader in her? Oh, uh, in the comics, right. yeah, 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 Dark Visions, yeah, Dark Visions, yeah. Oh, but in the well. films, they haven't seen. Uh, though that one was cut from the Last Jedi, or well, not cut from the Last Jedi, but it was in the script of the Last Jedi. That was in Jason Fry's novelization, mm. which was the Do you mean, dance that, between Luke and Ray. That's right. Yeah, thank. Oh gosh, God, that's not that right. I read. Yeah, Jason Fry's novelization. Like it actually happened. I read it. Um, do we define dancing as two people together? Because otherwise, we have Ula dancing uh, oh, for Jabba right. and then getting yeah. fed to the. Uh, but other than that, that counts. That counts. I would generally we're talking no, about I two agree. people dancing together. No... Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. Didn't um, they tried to make Vader dance in earlier in um, the Star Wars comic series with the beginning of the the drilling uh, people? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm faking it. I'm fading out here. But that whole the that, drilling people. The they're, they're, it was a huge, huge arc. What's mm-hmm. her name? There was another princess, and she falls. She ends up trios. helping the trios. trios. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Trios. right, right. That was the they, they, yeah. just before. Yeah. but it was like yeah. right at the beginning of it. They tried to get um, Vader to dance, and he's like, "God, yeah." Like, that's oh yeah, yeah. he like, right, walks yeah, yeah. into a kind of uh, gallery. It was a ball kind of a, like yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he starts killing people in a formal thing. That's what I love about this scene was they kind of just burst. They bust into like a gala. It's like a, there's just everyone waltzing. Yeah. And yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm going to waltz. And then they waltz. It's just yeah. like, all right. That's of course, they like waltz dance. Like, that's a thing. Yes. Yeah. It was cool. Nonetheless, uh, Sergia, the inner rim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke with Warba going this to rob is, a bank. This is where it's at right here. This story this arc. Cool. 
This is cool. I have to be honest. I was just okay. This is my least favorite of the three oh. storylines up until this point. And this is the one that made it for me, like suddenly okay. jump ahead because what we got was a bit, because in the past couple issues, I felt like we had whiny Luke back again and he yeah. wrote whiny Luke really well, but that's yeah. not my favorite Luke. Right. Right. And this is hopeful farm boy Luke. Yeah. Like naive, <laughs> hopeful farm boy Luke. Super like, naive. And I like it though. Like it's yeah. such a cute way to deal with, with him. And it is part of his thing. And he's he is that believes still believes in the force, still super optimistic and just like we yeah. did it. <laughs> this character that he's dealing with in this arc too is a really interesting character. She's like a little afro like. Yeah. Um Yeah, some moral totally. gray area. Yeah, yeah lots of moral gray area for a force user. And or she's a supposed force user. She says she claims to be a force user. Well, didn't she, she use the force in this not arc, yet, right? Not yet. Didn't she like try to palm a no? She's you find out. I thought she did. I thought we saw her earlier on, like like try moving the lightsaber with her hand, like kinetic energy trying That's to pull right. it. Oh, yeah, it. Maybe, and then he yeah. pulled it out of her hand. Right. Maybe she did I pull it and then he pulled it. But nonetheless, I always thought in Empire that I thought that was the first time Luke pulled the saber because I feel like that was such a cl- like a climactic beat, like such, well, a, such a big moment well, for him. Yeah, uh-huh. he hasn't mastered it. He's no, done it. He has He did it in the, some of the other earlier runs. There was a couple times he had, really. It, it, it I don't did. know. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I'm not. I bumped up against that as well because to me, I always feel like Empire is my. That first. moment doesn't seem as big. But I guess it makes sense though, right? If, well, it's not, but it also makes sense in Empire. Like, if you've so from Luke's perspective, if we just take the films. Mm-hmm. The only thing he knows about the Force is that it allows him to anticipate when he's going to get shot, and it allows him to dead-eye a target from a long distance. And to change people's mind. And to change people's minds, right? Those are the three things. They're all mind things. Nothing about actually affecting the outside world. Yeah, the physical. The physical world. So mm-hmm. it seems odd when you break it down. Like, why would he then, when he's hanging upside down, think, I could use this thing to make something come to me, right? right. When there's been no physical expression. But so to Ben's point, yeah. she did, I think, pull the She did it first. And then he pulled it back. No, but I'm talking about if we just did the movies, yeah, right? right? Going yeah. from A New Hope to Empire. Right. So I think the, what Star Wars, is, the comic is trying to do is make that slow progression of him yeah. getting these, reading these texts and getting other things that's telling him he can move stuff. So he's been practicing it. Well, I think that's not all, very not good. That that's what the comics are doing. I think that, that, that's all they can do. Yeah. Honestly. No, it's true. Yeah. It's like there's there's parameters yeah. to what you can explore yeah. with these actually, characters. I, I never thought about it, but like that's actually a really important link they made there by them just showing like her pulling it and him pulling it back being like wait you can do that yeah like i can do it better than you instinctually yeah yeah so we're supposed to believe that an empire was hanging upside down in the lava cave yeah he was like i can do this i can do this he has reason to think he can move a lightsaber yeah Yeah. how about that that was was clever it was clever what they did there what do you think about the imperial like police droids i think it looked awesome yeah i love the design pretty cool Really, really cool. They design. look a little bit like L337. Yeah, they, they totally do. do. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also have Stormtrooper. They look like Stormtroopers to a degree as well. Right. Yeah, somewhere in between. But um, interesting to see such naive ponage and mm-hmm. lots of. But like, I wish we saw a little more of the ponage. Yeah. But it reveals um, our female character here to be not as uh, less altruistic, genuine as she appears. She, she at appears. She clearly has something else going yeah. on. She just kind of wants his lightsaber and yeah, her, like for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Right. So that's a big. That's a big reveal. Like she wants the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what she's after. But um, more importantly, jumping back to the, what she teaches Luke. Uh, yeah. I'm one with the force. The yeah. Force, force is with me. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. 
So great, my, my Rogue One. One. Yep, cheered so she something of the wills yeah. of the uh, Guardians of the Wills. Right. Yeah. She, she yeah. even speaks about seeing monks doing remarkable things, yep. even though they don't, you know, wield the Force. And uh, I, it begs the question: Is she somehow related to Chirrut or um, uh, Maze? Maze, yeah, Maze. Uh, Maybe Baze, Baze Malbus. Yes, yeah. yes. Maybe um, she's their children, child. Maybe, I, I, or just cousin, <laughs> or I don't know, like something. Because. Oh, it would be yeah, it would be child. It would be a younger generation, but yeah. nonetheless. But. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, she could be involved in the Guardians of the Will. She could totally. be a native of Jedha. That's true. Yeah, because Warba would... Malgus. What's that? Or, oh, uh, Warba. Warba Imwe. Imwe. It, Warba Imwe has a good ring. That to does it. work. That does work. Oh, nice. Yeah. But you're right. She could just totally Warba be. Warba Malbus. That's it. I mean, that works. Warba Imwe. We don't know her age. She does look somewhat young. It's always tough in comics. So. She's super cool. I think she's my yeah. favorite character to come out of this. I like Dar Champion a lot, but I really, really like um, yeah. War, but I think she's super cool. Yeah. Um, so before we move on to the next comic, I when I picked up my comics this morning, my comic book guy, yep. which I always feel bad calling him because he's nothing like the, the character of the comic book guy from, right. from Simpsons. Best Star Wars He's ever. much more smarmy and he's yes. much larger. <laughs> After, yeah. Um... <laughs> He gave me kind of the Marvel free preview thing, which I looked through. I always look through a little bit and then flip to the Star Wars. And so two things. One, this uh, arc is actually eight issues long, not six. Oh. So we're only halfway. Okay. We still have four more issues in this. And as, as Grant pointed out, 74, we get the cover of Chewie fighting Vader. So maybe we'll get that. We're not going to get it. <laughs> um, there will be a panel. There will be a frame of that. Happening. I Boy, I hope so. And then Star Wars 75 is the last issue of Star Wars, the main run comic. That's going to sell out. Final issue, which is fascinating because Greg Pak just took over eight issues before. So something's happening. Well, he's so they're saying he's so talented that he's going to continue into the next era of but, storytelling. But this has been the mainstay. Seventy-five issues. This has been the second Marvel started publishing Star Wars comics. They started with this, right? And now we're at the end of an era, pretty much right before I think the Rise of Skywalker comes out. In fact, the variant covers uh, number. This is going to be thirty-six of thirty-six, which oh. is Luke kissing Leia in the forehead <laughs> from the Last Jedi, which. Oh. If my comic guy gets me that, I, he's going to watch me cry in a comic right. book store. But so my question to you is: They're clearly not like as, you, as Grant as you mentioned, Greg Pak's super talented. He did the he did mm-hmm. the age of he's did the age of uh, rebellion, right? Rebellion, that's right. Yes, uh, he did it. He's doing an amazing job on this. So my question to you is: Where's he going from here? What's the what do you think the plan is post Star Wars seventy five? I mean, I have a technical question for both yeah. of you. I mean, like, you're saying it's the end, but I mean, like, it's the Star Wars comic. It's a Star Wars. Like, does that mean, like, it could never pick up again? No, it no, it, sort of it's going to pick up after Empire Strikes Back now. It's, these, so, these comics all lead, I mean, lead so to. When, when he said end, I mean, what. It's does that the, there mean will not be a Star Wars 76 the following month. There may be something. So. To bring to bring Ben and oh, some just of the, so he knows, like, all right, so it yeah. be, it's at least not the next month. Yes, but I, so to bring Ben and some of the other listeners in who aren't comic readers, what they might do, my theory, and similar to what Grant's saying, is they might have a new comic that comes out the following month. Grant, you're saying after Empire, so, oh, so they might have a new comic. Gotcha. If, if Celebration this year is geared towards Empire Strikes Back, they might have Greg 
work on a new comic, yeah. a, a new IP almost, like a new character altogether, yeah. um, new ensemble, and then pick up with the Star Wars run after or during Celebration or just yeah. before Celebration. But would they just call it Star Wars again and then it, it picks up? It'll again? probably be, it might be, just like they did Vader, there's two Darth Vader comics. Oh, so they might just be Star Wars something different. Star Wars colon Star Wars yeah. something. So my theory is that they're going to pick up the month after this with a new run that takes place, just like this was taking place after uh, New Hope, taking place after Return of the Jedi. I think they're going to now, after, once we get past yeah. um, the Rise of Skywalker, as I've been saying for a lot of time, for, for a while, I think that opens up storytelling post-episode six. You're right because you have they don't Trinity. need to do they don't need to do the time after Empire Strikes Back because during the Age of Rebellion series we we in fact see how Leia gets the the bow shot yeah, the bow shot we see yeah. a lot of like we yeah. see a Plus, lot of scenes that we we don't need yeah. to see again honestly. Plus you lose Han they're so well done you can't tell stories with exactly Han. Yeah. so I feel like there, right. you can still have He's Luke Leia Han stories yeah. post that so my guess is that month after this we get Star Wars something what they may legacy that number would be it. the most interesting right? it'll say yeah. number one and underneath it it'll say legacy number 76 because marvel likes to do that they'll just restart series but keep the legacy numbering so you know that's like so so x-men number one's coming out but it's really x-men number 872 or uh, something okay, okay. Hmm. it'd be great if all the original the, the original trio each get their own comic that'd be series that'd yeah. be really fun because i would i like in what time you period? were t- well you were talking about the journeys of luke skywalker after yeah. return of the jedi Love to see that as a comic, almost the serialized nature where each comic is a different planet, a different aspect of oh, the force. You're so right, Something man. really yeah. fascinating. And Han Solo, totally. that's begging for a serialized flash forward right. in every comic is its own encapsulated adventure. That's what I love about Conan comics. I love that there are these almost encapsulated experiences, and then the next comic's totally different. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I love that kind of stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I would love that kind of pulpy serial stuff to come back, and Leia would be incredible. Just her journey in politics every single issue yeah, is a different yeah. a different I aspect mean, of the political, yeah, yeah. the political system that's um that's being birthed after the fall of yeah. the empire yeah, yeah. fascinating mm. stuff um but i think journeys of luke skywalker would be a great comic to do it would be like you know yeah after return of the jedi what's he, where is he going oh. what's he learning what aspects of the force i need to about? see it someone's gonna do it yeah i think so yeah. it's it's gonna be there i think we're gonna get yeah um a lot of 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 that stuff though i don't want to say a lot because that's what do you call? We might be what? doing a live episode at some point soon, and that's my pitch for that. Is let's talk about what Star Wars is going to be like post oh, Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Post Rise, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm excited. There's been, I mean, there's just been enough little nuggets, like mm-hmm. you know, sprinkled around about that time period for Luke. Um, you know, there was there was that you know stories and tales of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. They did uh, a couple scenes in uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two in the um, campaign, right? Where uh, you see him sort of searching for artifacts and blowing in and out and just being. I mean, it's him at his strongest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and really cool. Um, There's so and, much storytelling that can happen in that. Era. Yeah, and it's, it's just... like on these beautiful worlds, and it. So that's I think that's another part of what yeah. sort of teased me into that. Just like <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see all of this. Got that coughs going around, isn't it? <laughs> um, Great. Next yeah. comic. Let's do next comic. All right. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple issue number one. There's almost two games. <laughs> getting close. We're getting close. This is written by Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, Paolo, uh, the artist is Paolo Villanelli. Uh, Arif Prianto is the colorist. And VC's Joe Sabino is the letterer. And Mark Cicchetto is the cover artist. Um, 
Super, super fun. We'll just go into a quick summary. Uh, after an Inquisitor confronts a mysterious figure wielding a lightsaber on the planet Antatho, we flash back three years to the planet of Namil, where a Padawan Siri Junda and her master solve a dispute between Trandoshans and Dupay monks. During this peacekeeping mission, Siri's <laughs> impulsive behavior leads her to wrongfully attack the Trandoshan tribe. Instead of being punished by the Jedi Council, Siri is sent with Master Kodoba to the planet of Antatho to investigate an ancient temple. Once in Antatho, their mission takes a turn for the worse when their transport vehicle is ambushed in the Phylar Forest. Uh, awesome. So this is, you know, this is going to give us some exposition and background and some context for Jedi Fallen Order. It's yeah. coming out in November. Um, so it didn't start out the way I thought it would at all. No. I mean, you know, first we introduce our antagonist, which is a second sister, I believe. I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. so. I, 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 don't, I think they only Inquisitor. call her the Inquisitor. In she's definitely sure a she's number, I think so. It's, There's like yeah. eight of them. It, they don't really make a lot of sense to yeah. me. And she was in, I think, Darth Vader 14, too. Yeah. She was skulking in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we should do a breakdown of all we, of them. I, she's a great kid. I can't wait to do a deep dive. I mean, that helmet's going to come off in the game, right? We're going to eventually yeah. discover who she is or where yeah. she came from. There's like seventh sister and second sister. <sighs> Sorry. Confirm, I wanted to know all this. Confirm that second sister. Second sister. Second sister. Okay. There's also a lot of theories about who second sister might be. Yeah. Um, very, very cool. Um, she looks awesome. I mm-hmm. love the design. It's like the back in the old in the old Star Wars run, they did a, a female Darth Vader. Right. And kind of looked like, you know, obviously it was older comics. The art wasn't really there. This, look, this costume just looks incredible. Yeah. Like I could yeah. see she could lead a whole movie as this crazy villain like i would just ugh, it's such a great looking costume and her behavior like you know we saw in that uh darth vader run mm-hmm. um recently how he trains the inquisitorious yeah um which is great um and they look like him but they start to act like him also yep. like they this survival sister, the fittest <laughs> survival the much, fittest, yeah but it's just like i will you know exert my domination over you and the whole galaxy and i don't care what you say or what you look like or what you think like this is the way it's gonna go, and um, and she, second sister has that sort of attitude in this. Um, yeah, and so the helicopter first, lightsabers first are here episode. to stay. They kind of yeah. Well, uses the helicopter saber. It seems like it happens. It's, it's there. It's there, and it seems like a great game and mechanic, right? Like it seems really built yeah. for a video game. Video in terms game of, like, sound you have to design. learn how to how to block it you gotta jump behind them like, like right, it just yeah. makes you think of all the ways you have to actually attack someone using that that yeah. so you're 100% right about that um again it, star wars physics just settle down yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah it's like it's not <laughs> like it's what a rock flight, but it's the not flight is yeah. a little when Shh. all right we'll just we won't physics we won't star wars the don't they can fly she can she'll fly there's eventually. sound in space right, she in will star fly wars. in this comic series i thought she was flying right there like i thought she flew away with her Staff. She almost did. I mean, it's pretty close. If she turned it up any higher, she would have. <laughs> I on a completely unrelated note, it's a big week for uh, Trandoshans. Yeah, because we it got is. we did. They're in this. We got we got standstills. I wasn't like like sure they're synergy, synergy, synergy. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> we saw them in the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and we're also seeing them here, and they also don't have to look exactly like, like boss, like boss. Right? Exactly. That they is look the point different. Being made. Yep, they're just lizard I was people. Like, they look like lizard people. I'm like, who are they? But they are Trandoshans. Yep. Indeed. they're just lizard people. It's Jurassic Park yeah. Seven, and, and yeah, and there's a great turn here, and it's great. You know that was the original plan for Jurassic <laughs> World, right? 
was not literally true. human. <laughs> was literally human. Uh, no, yeah, Jurassic so Park much. Four was supposed oh, to be human um, and... uh, dinosaur hybrids, and so every so when Jurassic World Two happened, which I do not like those new movies, but I was watching it at home, and I'm like, because they like the they, bounty on your head, but they started doing yes. <laughs> They started doing like they started doing genetic stuff with humans, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it. In Jurassic Park, that's the connection. Yeah, our bosks, great, 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 great. great. And then we got a weird clone subplot in Fallen Kingdom, which makes no sense. So, what do you guys think of our two new Jedi at the forefront of this tale? Love it. It's a new. I mean, it's something new and something old at the same time. Sure. Uh, I love um, Jedi Master Cordova. I can appreciate he's like he just wants to learn he's like super peaceful this is like your basic Jedi who's just like I just want to learn things and see people and like let's all get along it's gonna be great you know I follow the principles I've been taught like and he's an old dude he's been around a minute so like he is classic era golden era Jedi yeah and then he's got a feisty Padawan yep where have we seen that before I know I don't know it's not just every time it's not just a like Qui-Gon duplicate it's a uh, it's a new master with a new kind of right. ideology and, and um he's not beliefs. quite post hair yeah. yet but he's close to post hair <laughs> he's very close to post hair but um <laughs> he does uh he does talk about the ancient Jedi texts and how oh, yeah, yeah, I was looking at the, the same instincts line. Yeah. and uh yeah. the, and impulsive uh nature of, of the Jedi is important that it's important to to use your instincts yeah I think um, that might say a lot about episode nine, right? I think we are yeah. going to see a rise of new Jedi, but don't get wedded to the Jedi we saw in the prequels. I think I think part of the lessons we're going to learn is that what they were by the time we saw the Jedi in that they had they had you know they had dis- unlearned some of the old lessons about the old Jedi. Yeah, I mean that's the way a lot of the expanded universe went. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really interesting that they're embracing that. It's just like teenagers are the worst. Period. Yeah. And teenage Jedi, like, can you even imagine? It's like, oh, you've got superhuman abilities and, like, a lightsaber. I mean, supposedly if you're raised right, it's going to be fine. But you're seeing this sort of, like, impatience of just, like, I have all this power. I can do all this good. Let me just do it. Yeah. You know, but they don't have the wisdom as far as when and how. Right. Um And and that's what we're seeing here. And she's super talented. And I know she's in the game. Yeah, she's uh, a Cal's. Is that Cal? Is it mentor friends? Like, yeah, she's there somewhere. So um, we're sort of seeing her. Like, so Cal's mentor's backstory. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and so she's not this measured Jedi who has fallen deaf to her instincts and uh, being impulsive. She is very much impulsive. She is. She and she rises to violence immediately if if provoked it's kind of interesting it's a, it's, it's a different jedi than we've seen before it is and this may be somewhat controversial but like isn't that who we would expect to survive order 66 exactly it's like they're right. perfect they're right. perfect for that someone's willing to yeah. react instantaneously and yeah. chop some heads yeah yeah, yeah. No, no that makes that makes perfect sense she's a survivor uh, though the, at least her abilities will mm-hmm. be used for that it's incredible um yeah. So interesting intro to this i'm so excited for this game i've pre-ordered it i know gamer nerds oh, think you should never pre-order anything but i just can't wait and i'm gonna yeah. do it and i got 10 percent off because nice well that, that's I why you... the only other game they have yeah. yeah 
And there's so much to get out of these comics, too, especially if you're going to play the game. It's like, who is Siri Junda? I'll know a little bit more yeah. about her before I start the game, and that's, that's yeah. going to be fun. To, I'll feel more steeped in, in the lore. It's, I'm hoping it's going to be similar to Red Dead Redemption 2, where I'm spending... I'm, I'm more rushing to get to the next... Um, the next cutscene that I am to play the game, right? right. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm just yeah. more looking forward to like, yes, tell, tell me, me more. story, <laughs> tell me yeah. more, yeah, 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 fine, yeah. chop, 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 whatever. Let me get to the the cutscene, yeah. right? And I think we have seen uh, some footage of Siri in the game, and mm-hmm. I think she has shorter hair, she looks different, obviously older, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So just a whole different appearance would be interesting. But um, so then they go to Antatha three days after they visit right. the council. Yep, they were they were already on Antatha, and then they had to go back. right? No, no, no they were on Namil. Oh, they're out on Tatha in the beginning, which was that's why it was confusing to write the summary. It was confusing to write the summary because I was like, "Oh, I have to kind of cover the the Inquisitor arriving on Tatha in the beginning before we flash back." I get that's where I read it. I'm sorry, to Namil, and then uh, you get Cordova. Yeah, I think we're gonna get a lot. They're heading towards each other. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think because Tatha takes place, it sounds like probably pretty close to when the video game takes place, and then. Or like that beginning, yeah. the intro scene. So I'm guessing that's the the storytelling conceit will be. We'll probably get a little bit of that nugget every Let's, issue, and then flashbacks. After we're done describing the Antathos scene, uh, I do want I to know. hear all your guesses for who the figure is who ignites the saber, who the Inquisitor comes across on right. Antatho, whether it's Siri or Cordova. We'll just kind of guess. All right. Um, cool. So they arrive on Antatho. Cool planet. Really, really cool planet. It's almost got this like pink pixie dust snows that's toxic and poisonous but beautiful and like and part of and then so like in the snow you have clouds it's like this cloudy world that's constantly raining fuchsia pink snow yeah that's awesome and i'm like i could spend the rest of my life (laughs) yeah that's exactly the place i'm like i'm done with the sun i just want to be in a cloudy pink i do love the moment where she is all she's starstruck by it and sticks her out tongue and he's like well it is Poisoned it is poison. It's just like, too much of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was and, a good. And they're, sent to, like, and they're sent here to it's go to uh, find a an ancient temple that's hidden within the, the Phylar forest, yep. in the Phylar region of Antatha. Mm. Yes, um, but told oh. expressly that it's not a Jedi temple. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be. A Jedi temple. It's probably gonna be. My Jarl Ploof. Ploof. No, no, Jarl Ploof. Jarl Ploof comes in. origin or something. It was just, yeah. Oh. Thanks, Jarl Ploof. How are you not gonna deliver a line in the movie, but deliver it on the page? I know. Oh, well, and he was. And he was. In, does he speak uh, in the movies? He doesn't. No. And then oh, he was in episode two. And that's they, a missed opportunities. No. Do you want to know the saddest, the saddest fate of Jarl Ploof? Is he was in episode two. Yeah. And then they digitally erased him because they thought he looked too much like a like a Camino Camino So they they digitally erased him and replaced him with someone else. They got rid of my favorite. Well, we Jedi get Jarl Poof master, in this and he delivers a line in this. Comic. I know. Yeah, that's worth per, the per, yeah, price. Yeah, he was there. He's on the council. Don't worry about Jarl Poof. He's real. <laughs> He's he real. Is. He, he died between episode one and episode two. It's canon. Just, no, he had a meeting. <laughs> he had a meeting. <laughs> he had to take a meeting over on Andron. It was a big thing. Well, they don't, they don't quite get to head with helium. What's up? Yeah, they don't quite get to that temple no. on Antatha. There's an ambush. Yeah, so you got to get uh, the sixth issue somehow. Yeah, and so that was that was just kind of ended with this ambush, yeah. uh, and then the a giant explosion. Yeah, and mm. the comic just goes ends. So very cool. I can't wait to read more of these. This is great. It's giving me that sort of deep lore stuff that I wanted to get out of. Um, out of this comic, I, I'm so stoked yeah. for this game. I can't wait to play. Me too. And this is yeah. going to be and I'm awesome. Loving that the comics that are synergistic—that's not a word. Tie-ins. It is now. Sounds like it. 
aren't don't feel like it, right? Like yeah. like Galaxy's Edge felt like a standalone comic that I would have read not knowing there was a Galaxy's Edge to go to. This feels like I'm reading it and not knowing it's a tie into a video right. game, right? right? It's not trying to sell me the video game. It's just here's a little more because right. they assume everyone who's reading this is already mm-hmm. yeah. like Ben pre-ordered the video game. Right, right, right. Indeed, but or just likes comics. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. interesting, it's an interesting story, and like maybe they're just trying to pull in comic book fans into yeah. the whole thing. That's true. Yeah. And the uh, it looks like the Phylar Forest is kind of mystical in nature and dampens their force abilities. But um, so I thought that's kind of interesting. And if you do explore it in the games, that'd be interesting if there's areas in the game, certain environments where your force abilities are dampened or you can't use them or null- nullified. Mm. So you can't use them in specific uh, areas. Okay. I mean, that would be fascinating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Phylar Forest is brought into the game mm. in that specific way, and you're forced to just resort to saber combat to deal with whatever right. stormtroopers oh, wow. and whatnot. Yeah, that would be a nice be a twist. Add to the difficulty, right? Yeah. It'd be fun. Um, so... Let's guess on the person. Yeah, good. I want to make sure we... are guessing on the mystery phantom in the beginning of the issue. We see someone ignite a blue mm. saber and face off against the Inquisitor, but we are not show, showing the reverse shot who they are. That who is do, who do you think they are, Adam? Uh, I think that they are... That he, or it is, uh, Dilanto Da... I don't know who that is. What? That so anyone knows me from betting, I always like to do the long shot. Eventually <laughs> it's gonna pay off. Uh Delanta Da is the one who meets them there, who owns the uh, business that is trying to take over. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So my theory is that whoever's using it, it's kind of a as my theory is that it's not gonna be either the Jedi Master or the Padawan that we see. It's gonna be someone else who takes up the who who Basically, found the lightsaber that one of them dropped. Okay. Right, so it's going to yeah. be a non-force user with it. So I'm going with Delanta Da. Okay, I'll say it's Siri with Cordova's lightsaber. All right. New character we haven't ever oh. seen them. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. All right, $1. our bets are in. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Lock in, pause, and attack position. All right, our topic this week is setups and payoffs. And we had a bunch of setups in The Force Awakens and a bunch of setups in The Last Jedi. Yeah. And I was going to run through a list in The Force Awakens and then jump to The Last Jedi and run through another list. And we'll just give our short answers on whether we want to see a payoff for certain setups or if you even think it's a setup in the first place or you just think it's something that is just part of the storytelling process and doesn't need to get paid up. You know, we don't need to see any kind of result to whatever they're saying, whatever the character's saying. Um, So first, The Force Awakens. Uh, Let's do Vader's Helmet. Uh, when Kylo speaks to the helmet, yeah. says, "I'll finish what you, what you started." Oh man! What is that a setup for? What do you think is a setup for? Do you think it needs to get paid off? There's actually been a kind of a point of debate in this podcast for since the onset of the podcast yeah. because we've I thought had... it was a good setup to start with too. Because I'll finish what yeah. you started. It's it's definitely a, it's definitely a setup. If there is one in yeah. these films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about like a certain member of this podcast first search term, and it's like I finished when you start typing that in. It's like. Yeah, or Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I just realized like, wait, that was the quote. Yeah, it may or may not be Grant. So, I think it's super. Yeah, and um, I, I don't, I don't know. I just can't like. I, I obviously, I think it's going to pay off. And yeah, that's as much as I've got from it. And I think, I mean, we saw in the, I don't know if it's the trailer or the teaser. I can't remember. But we, we know that Vader's helmet is making a comeback in Episode Nine. We Do have, we? Yeah, we yes. saw it we at saw D23. It. Oh, right. it was, in the right. sizzle reel. In the sizzle, it's in there. It's in, the, there. in the sizzle uh, reel, that was never actually yeah. released, but yeah. there was, it was no. leaked. It was, a, I think it was, it was leaked online. It was a sizzle uh, just before the showcase began. Yeah. And it showed a few shots of the Rise of Skywalker that were not featured in the D23 special. Yeah. Week, yeah. And it showed Vader the charred helmet. Yeah. And 
what looked like Kylo looking down at the charred right. helmet because the lighting almost matched. It was a very yeah. bright, spotty, harsh like yeah. uh, key light right. on the, the black surface. And so it looks like Vader's helmet was actually yeah. right below Kylo. So there's a couple of ways we can approach this question, right? And the one that we've been debating the most, I think, in this podcast is like, is he actually talking to Vader or not, right? And we've had kind of debates back and forth about that. Yeah. I guess the other way to take this is, what is he going to finish that was started? Well, that that's really the ten million dollar question. Yeah, I, I don't really think he's talking to anything. I think it's this weird. I agree. Something yeah. some other entity is using that as a medium to communicate with him, but I don't really think it's Vader, and I don't really, you know, yeah. I don't. It's not, I don't think it has anything to do with the helmet. And I feel like, like it's even person. less than that, where it's just prayer. Does that make sense? Oh, just talking yeah. to that's talking less. to yeah. something that's not right. responding that may or may not be. But there. he's actually bonkers enough to be like, "You said something to me." Uh, no, that he he thinks about what his what his grandfather started based on what really? people have told him about his grandfather. Or, it's see, idolatry, see, really. See, tell it's, me yeah. again. Isn't that the start of that? Tell me again. He says, "Show me again." Show me again. The power of the dark, dark side. Show me again. Yeah. yeah. Which again, oh, if he yeah. feels oh right, that could be a prayer, right? Because it could be because like, if he feels the darkness right. inside of him, which is self motivated, he showed him by his like, actions while he's alive. Yeah, so that's always been my. I feel like they've. I think JJ did a great job of painting it either way. Because if well, in the, episode the nine, Vader's actually talking to him. Theory, makes sense. Uh, yeah. It's actually a theory I saw on Star Wars uh, Newsnet, and it was uh, that, and a lot of people had had this theory beforehand, and it's been going around, and it's that you know Palpatine could have inhabited the, hel- the helmet, sure, with I've the heard force, this with too. the yeah. force, with yep. the blue fire, um, the lightning that kind of is projecting as I've, he's being thrown yes. down the. Shaft. I've seen a lot of two pictures but next I know, to I, each other. Uh, that would be uh, that would be the least remarkable thing right. okay. if I saw that. Yeah, I would not enjoy that that outcome if that was. I'd rather have him praying quote unquote praying or actually have vader communicating with him would be my above having the thing is like if you're gonna introduce a force power that's super like do it that'll be cool but it can't be the force power that dictates the like whole course of the plot yeah that just seems like a big ask you know like i'm fine with introducing new force powers but it's like I just don't want it to be like, oh, and the special force power allowed Palpatine to live for as long as he wanted to do and also yeah. cloned someone else and right. did a thing. Like, all right, like, that's fine, but, like, why is this, like, not only is this a new thing, it's now Right, this goes back, our back whole, to, yeah. 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 Like this, just, this goes back to, like, Sith holocrons of old and, and right. the mask of Moment in the Sewell. Uh, it's like the veil yeah. of a Sith holocron, yeah. like, that makes a difference yeah. to me. You know what I mean? I just don't want it to be like, oh, yeah, there's this random power. And then, uh, uh, I mean, and it could be that Kylo has his own motivation for worshiping this mask and this kind of mission he's created for himself that, you know, there's early speculation that happened just after The Force Awakens that was like, could Kylo be on this double agent journey where he's undercover, where he's actually, it's almost like he knew the Dark Empire route, the kind of using fire to fight fire, using the dark side to, to stop her, you know, finish yeah. the dark side once and for all was the only way to go. And so he was so wise to this plan that he then fell to the dark side willingly. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think Ben, you kind of talked about this. Was it last week or the week yeah. before? And I, I think both, I think both. And I poo-pooed it a little bit mostly because he slaughtered a, no, a village. That, that's the one thing, right? But I've come back around, right. Yeah. Of this idea of like, if it's a true undercover story, right. Yeah. A lot of undercover stories in popular fiction and reality is someone a big part of it is falling to that undercover nature to the point of going too far right. in that and forgetting that you're undercover. So that may have been the moment of him going too far, right? He may have done that 
where he just was like totally in him being fake evil and just doing this and realizing after that I need to bring myself back. So I still think that is a viable route. I don't know. And what helps this case is yeah. the assassination of Snoke and how deceptive yeah. Kylo yeah. is in that yeah. moment. Yeah, totally. It yeah. really, it, to me, when you watch that scene, you're like, he knows he's not that evil. He's a solo he can, more than he's a Skywalker right. in that moment. And oh so well, yeah, yeah, he can he and he's like clevers his way out of the yeah. moment right. to do it. But it does speak more to like I don't need to be as evil as you. If you think I am, I can be craftier than you. And it could be interesting too of him explaining why he doesn't go with Ray at that point, right? Because he killed the quote unquote big bad. Mm. But maybe there's a another big bad, Palpatine, or B the other option is like he realizes I can't leave now because. Hux is just going to take over and he's going to be just as bad. And so I need to pretend I need mm. to stay undercover, pretend to be the supreme leader and direct them in a, in a line. Right. Or if C, yeah. it could be that he has been totally enamored with the power of realizing that, oh, I can take this over and right. actually have order in the galaxy in a good way. Right? He, he could be on this big, long mission that's like such higher power that like it doesn't matter this like little right. triviality with you know, with Ray and you know that doesn't matter like he's he's trying he's a super undercover trying to get his way right. to the side and, and we don't the, know that the, the real big bad and we don't know yeah. that the first order started with snoke but we do know that the this contingent empire started with palpatine with a contingency yeah. plan and yeah yeah Operation if he Cinder. has his eyes on palpatine the whole time then does like these other trivialities yeah. doesn't they don't matter to him. yeah cool uh more setups uh maz's story about finding the lightsaber uh, acquiring Luke's lightsaber. A uh, mm. story for another time. Does, is that a setup? Do we need to hear the end of that? Do we need to actually hear that story from Maz? Do we care about that story? Is that not a setup at all? It sounds like a, a comic book yeah. setup. I think it's a setup for the EU. Okay. Like, I don't think we're going to see it in episode 9, but we'll see a comic or book or something. Yeah. All right, Ray's family. Uh, and this is just this is the Force Awakens setup, so this is without the knowledge that Kylo uh, gives in The Last Jedi. This mm -hmm. is just kind of her, that she was left on Jakku by her family and that they're coming back. Apparently she says that once or twice mm -hmm. in The Force Awakens where she believes they're coming back yeah. to Jakku. Well, based on the first trailer, uh, we do see a spaceship that looks a lot like the spaceship that dropped yeah. her off on Jakku. So... And it was, yeah, Zori Bliss. Yeah, we think it's Zori we Bliss. Crap, yeah. I think. Um, so yeah, I'm guessing this is probably going to be a set-off that pays off that I wish didn't pay off. That makes sense. Right. Was, is, yeah. Yeah. You wanted to know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And this is almost that weird kind of uh, uh, like oppor you know, weird opportunistic like people on the internet will say like, oh, this is the if they do this, this will be a retconning of something yeah. and whatever. And it's just like, no, it, it, won't, it wouldn't it be wouldn't. at all. It's no. what, what Kylo says in The Last Jedi should still play. And it, it's, it's if anything, it just proves he's more deceptive. It actually proves the last theory we were just talking about with the double agent kind of story route but um yeah i just feel like her her family will be answered i think they did even say that her family will be unrevealed un in this film there needs to be an answer one way or the other even if it's confirmation of what kylo said we need right. someone more trustworthy than kylo right. Right. saying it yeah. right so right. <clears throat> i don't think that means it's definitely gonna negate what kylo said but we need some answer right more more force awakened setups uh finn's family he said he was taken from his family hmm. uh, are we gonna Meet his family. Nothing burger. Is he going to go yes, home? Yes, I think we're not going to get anything Nothing. there. No, okay, no, he's found his new family. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think, right, it's, I think, already been, it's been established yeah. that he's an orphan and they take yeah. orphans. A lot of these so. setups kind of were just to find the ensemble and find the, the family yeah. of friends. Yeah, I mean, again, friends, so. JJ set up a lot of possible paths that 
he and Ryan could have taken up or not. And if they don't, they're fine. Like, we don't need that answer. Will we ever find out who Finn's family is? 100% yes, because of the EU. But will we find out <laughs> uh, in the, the movie? Probably yeah, not. The Rise right. of Skywalker? No. And this, is just, this is just for the films. This is just for right. the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Maybe really. in our lifetime. So, yeah. This is just payoffs for the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, if you, if good, you don't think it's otherwise good, otherwise my answer there. would be yes to all of them. But yeah, I think it's a good. All right, cool. Bit. Yeah. Um, Snoke, does he need explaining? Yes. Was he a setup for anything that's going to occur he in the Rise of Skywalker? He needs explaining. I don't know if we're going to get it. What do you think, Ben? Um, I think he needs explaining in Dross <clears throat> okay. in, in the Rise of Skywalker. He I, I, like, I like it, it. It does fit into a great space for comic books, like a comic book, but like. Uh, he, we need another. Yeah. We need something. At least more. a line. Something. Uh, like who is he? Mm-hmm. Why is he? If there's gonna be a new big bad other than him, yeah. Then why? Why yeah. is that the case? Like we're gonna get a nugget about. Yeah. It. The I'm kind of structure nerd that I am, I, I kind of want Snoke to be the big bad of the Rise of Skywalker in a way that you weren't expecting, where mm-hmm. you think Palpatine. Maybe Palpatine is working as a, as a, a yeah. Sith wraith or as a uh, hologram or as one of his Sentinel droids, but. Snoke comes back into play uh, if he's the one resurrected. The that'd immortality be, that'd stuff. Be really, what if pertains Snoke, to Snoke was manipula- manipulating the Emperor? Like, what if he was the like ultimate guy and like even that didn't kill him or something? But like, I don't know. Like, or I mean, maybe that did kill him, but he was the guy that was like the puppeteer on the. the but so if it's that. just if it's just two and done, and, and we kind of don't get any explaining about Snoke, is that would you be fine with that? No. No. No, we need something, even no if it's way. just, even if it's just, a, even if he is done and it's a line from Palpatine explaining it or something. But my problem with resurrection stories, whether it's Snoke or Palpatine, is right. once you start introducing that to the universe, right? It, there it, is no it end. Messes everything up. There's no yeah. end. Yeah. Because then, I fine. So why can't Palpatine come back for a third time? Same thing with like time travel. Like I don't yes. want to enter that in. Like it's yeah. just, it's like needless sort of mental exercises that don't need to be made, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think they can bypass it, but I think you do have to deal with the fall of Ben Solo, yep. the Rise of Skywalker. To oh, that's a good totally. And yeah, I think through Snoke, flashbacks. I think yeah. through those flashbacks, yeah. Snoke should be a little totally bit more about for Snoke's that. character should be unveiled. I I would love more Snoke, and, and yeah. I hope we get it. I just don't know if we will. Right, a lot. I make it a line, but yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully we learn about his home world, or at least like where he came from, or like his connection to. Palpatine the forest, or the dark Palpatine, side of contingency yeah. plan. Actually, at the bare minimum, just the connection to the contingency, right. the plan afterwards. Because, like, the yeah. Emperor, the Empire was, like, very racist. It was human-centric and it did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of non-humans involved in the whole deal. So to have, like, the supreme leader to be, he's not human. He's like super. He's See, I, alien. That's what, I, that's what made me think he was like. Like he's a, something else. I think he's a clone of Luke from the severed hand. That's what I thought when I first saw but the he'd movie. He'd be three times his size. How was that a clone? But Abomination's a little bigger than the Hulk. Like they're just like they're a little okay. different that's every time. Weird, right? Because his size thing is not clearly defined. Because like he's big. He he's big. He's, he's tall. He's, he's tall. He's tall. He's a person and a half. He's at felt least. And tall. But if we see, if we saw the, if we that. saw the the preview pages from the Snoke comic. When he's standing next to Kylo, he's not that much bigger. Mm. So I think they're retconning his size. He, I mean, he looks to be like two feet solid, like bigger than. It's super poetic if he's the clone of Luke. It's super poetic because of the cave and him confronting himself. (laughs) 
and then Palpatine's obsession and then Palpatine's obsession with Luke and then because Luke cut off his hand and that's just floating around and that was going to be the first shot of the films it's like yeah. it just and it's suffix of his name it's also, K-E he's Snoke and Luke and Snoke and Luke it's like you might slip I, up and save the other one. I face. direct everyone. Oh, yes, it's so obvious. I direct everyone to the, the old EU, Luke, who was a <laughs> who was literally a clone from his from his hand from uh, Bespin. Yeah. But that maybe the clone technology wasn't up to par. Like it wasn't coming known. Or it was the, a clone quality. of a clone of a clone. So it was imperial cloning technology. Which it was no no. Technology. Watch, there's going to be some visual di- dictionary after You're these gonna films that's going to be talking holy. about the imperial cloning technology. That's like. What didn't work right well right away it had to hone it down with you know enslaving certain species to work on the, the technology i promise okay. you that will be something that they write about okay yeah <laughs> even if it didn't work even if it's not even in the movies they'll put it somewhere as much as i'm laughing about it i also would not be surprised, all surprised if that's the actual thing i'm like okay yeah yeah it doesn't work the kaminoans was like a different process yeah. altogether that seemed like like sleek and yeah Right. Hyper This is gonna be like industrial. Yeah, it's like industrial sad. cloning, sad cloning. <laughs> sad, Snoke is a sad brutal clone. clone. <laughs> it's like you are. The, yeah, th- the problem with huge. that though is that Snoke, everything Snoke says, makes him seem like he's been alive for ages. Like yeah, since that's the thing. Before the he says the like he's ancient. Yeah, I mean, no, I think people think he's ancient based on what no, he's talking like he's ancient. I know he does. Yeah, I think he's very very old, but we will see. Right. Okay. So if he's very, very old, and this this I mean, dark side that of teaser we could talk about. In the... Oh, the comic. The, the comic yeah. teaser. We were talking about it now, but he's like, okay. yeah. He says, uh, well, he brings Kylo to Dagobah and brings him into this the very same tree that Luke right. went into, I believe. Yeah, could be a like... different tree. No, I think it. I know it was is a tree because he even remarks that this is where Luke trained. Yeah. Right. How many Luke brings him? Yeah, weirdly brings him to the exact right. same set, and um. He goes into the tree. But Snoke does... I think what a lot of people honed in on was that Snoke does talk about how if he did side with Luke, he would have taken over the galaxy a See, long time ago. A long ago. time ago, right? Yeah. I forget That's how it came line. about, but it was just yeah. like, oh yeah, it was Luke ever dark side, and he's like, oh no, if he did that, I would have been good a, a minute ago. And like, it seemed... Let, let's just face it, there's not... I don't know. It, when would he have... He wouldn't have taken power from Palpatine while he was in power, right? So right. So a lot of people think twenty that, years. You know? right. So then that theory popped up that a lot of people think that Palpatine was just inhabiting Snoke, and Snoke was just a vessel right. for the Sith Wraith of Palpatine, and all this kind of stuff. But it, but I, it sounds like tinfoil. If you watch yeah. The Force Awakens and you listen to the rhetoric, like it doesn't sound like Snoke is Palpatine in any way, shape, or form. It just sounds like mm. he's he's. He, but it sounds like he did have knowledge of the throne room fight and any the throne room incident I mean, his cadence is his vocal cadence is pretty close yeah uh, it's circus it's very different i feel like it's it's i don't know i mean to go back to whatever circus right around that time any circus right around mm-hmm. the time, talked about patterning his behavior off of someone and watching film of someone <laughs> I want Ian McDermott.org. Wait, he mentioned that? Yeah. I, I don't know if him is messing with everyone or whatever, but that seems to suggest that Snoke has to be someone we have met before. I'm guessing he was just messing. But that's why would you take a bizarre moniker? Or, or Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> he is nothing like Tarkin. See, see an hour ago when I talk about me betting on long shots. <laughs> what right. would you look like if you survived a Death Star blowing up? 
Um, he looks right. like he had a straight lightsaber put through his face. Yeah. All right, so needs explaining. Yes, yes. all the way around. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we hope that uh, Snoke's appearance in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi will get paid off in some way in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do some The Last Jedi setups. Uh, ancient Jedi texts. Yes. These were introduced in The Last Jedi. Has, sounds like it's How gonna are be they going to be a major plot force. I mean, just based off that like one VO quote that's just like a thousand generations Jedi yeah. are yeah. within you. It's like... How probably the Jedi texts. And if you read the Poe Dameron comics, C-3PO is actually translating those texts uh, in those comics and telling Rey exactly in the last uh, the last Poe Dameron run. That's right. Right. Um, Yeah, my theory is based on the the sizzle reel or whatever the reel they released at D twenty three is that we see we see Rey throwing a lightsaber at a training droid on a. Forest planet that looks a lot like where we see Leia in. So I think we're going to see those texts early, and I think it's going to be her alone using those texts, spending the last year self training, and Leia coming to get her out of training. Basically, I would love that so much. Yeah, let's let's just get it right back to the myth. Let's drill it right Mm -hmm. down there. That's going to be our anchor for the movie, and then things bounce off that. Yeah, you know. That'd be cool. And being your own master, just being yeah. an autodidact and reading the books yourself. Like that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Which that's is what so she's used to, because that's well, how she spent most of her life. She spent most of her life sitting on a desert planet alone, yep. reading and doing all these things. Right. And that's how she learned to fly. Right. She trained herself alone with that with her headset playing uh fighter training right. things to fly. That's the only reason you know she, she doesn't have fly. attachments. No. That was what caused Anakin to fall in the first Apart from her right, parents waiting for her parents. Yeah. A little Literally. bit with... Oh, actually, that's interesting because, like, a little bit with Finn, but then she witnessed him and um, Rose and was like, oh, that's not my deal. Yeah. Like, that was a very distinct moment where she watches them and is like, oh, I guess not. So, I mean, which, which places almost, her yeah. right yeah. back, you know, completely yeah. alone. Really cool story. Yeah. yeah. Really um, she has balance already when we meet her. It's yeah. Right. Again, if we start at that place, right? If we start with her as a, what we think is a fully formed Jedi, more so than what we get with Luke in Return of the Jedi, that gives her places to move in the next two to three hours, right? right. Where she is not as centered as we think she is. And right. perhaps Ray or Kylo is not as evil as we think he is. Yeah. We want to see their, their strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Poe learning about heroism and leadership as he uh, as set up for some sort of leadership role in the final film. I think they set it up. I don't think we're going to see it. Really? I think Poe is going to be Poe. I think Poe is going to be the character that has the least movement and character development through the three movies. <laughs> I think he's he's the Han Solo in a lot of ways. This. I think he's still going to be going on the missions. Kind hard-headed. Of, and hard-headed. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the like rejecting leadership maybe a little mm. bit. But what do you think? Yeah. I think, uh, I think he's going to be exactly like uh, Lando Calrissian oh, and all right. and uh, yeah. Han Solo, in that he'll be General Dameron. He'll be proposing the mission, coming yeah. up with the idea, yeah. and executing. Same way, and it was like yeah. all of a sudden, like oh, General Calrissian, General like Solo, yeah. General Dameron, Dameron. You know, maybe. Yeah, all right. I think it's going to be yeah. that movement. Yeah, I see that. I, yeah, see I, that. I see him leading the charge in like the final space battle. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, leading, like I don't know. I think so. I think you're right. I think yeah. that's a good point. But, yeah. um, I mean, is it just based on the numbers? It doesn't look like they, they, I think they there's need a better, leadership, yeah. and he's at least there. I think there's a better pilot in the galaxy, though. 
I think, oh. I think Zori Bliss is a better pilot than him. Because <laughs> in a recent Hot take. in a, no, in, in a recent interview, they talked about how the two characters. Uh, this was re- revealed by the actors themselves. Carrie Russell said Poe and Zori actually know each other from the past. Oh, interesting. Right. Maybe his teacher. Yeah, we don't know. Him. There's nothing more shared. His than rival, that, really. Yeah, yeah. But she could be a better pilot than him. That would be an interesting relationship. That would be fun. Maybe someone he That'd left cool. behind on a mission or something like that. Yeah. So she's chosen this kind of bounty hunter life. Yeah. So that would yeah, be, yeah. be interesting. That'd be very cool. Or she trained him, right? Like you're yeah, saying. Yeah, totally. You're saying. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Um, Rose's capacity to lead after saving Finn. Uh, she going to enter a leadership role, maybe, in The Rise of Skywalker? I think that's a setup when she saves Finn and, and lots explored with that character. Mm-hmm. Do we think she's going to be a mainstay for the, the Rebel fleet? I don't think she has any like plot movement in this movie whatsoever. I think, I think she's even in it. Yeah. I don't know, and that's that's my gut. Yeah. That's yeah. just the way I feel like the way it's going. She was like a lightning rod for a while. I don't know if that'll play into it or not. I just don't feel like I'm gonna see much Rose stuff. Based on the fact that like all the rumors we've seen, nothing has sent a said a syllable about her. No, but nothing has said a syllable about Finn either, really, other than what we've seen a couple of shots of him. We've seen pictures of him. Right. That's big. But we've seen her show up at she was there at celebration. I think actually I, I put more odds on her taking the role of leadership over Poe. Wow. I think yeah. I think we I think see so that's her, the last Jedi did in an interesting way. I think it was like yeah. this person she's the understands she's the mon mon how you lead people of yeah. episode nine. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, after the last Jedi I tweeted immediately I was like the I was like general general uh Tico Tico of the cruiser Organa. Like, right. I was like, yeah, I right. totally tweeted that I was like yeah, yeah, that's, that's, there I see you that. go. Yeah. Uh, it would be great I hope yeah. that's the case Me too. I hope that's the case it's just like we haven't seen her at all I mean I think I, I mean not to get quote political or whatever but more of a realistic standpoint based on on their take on Rose is I feel like they're going to do whatever they can to give her a very powerful role even if it's a minor mm-hmm. role they're going right. to give her a role of power she'll just be like in leadership yeah. and like already there I dig that. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, what you're saying, like, this is the progression of her character. Yeah. It's just, yeah, there's just been something about how little we've heard, said, spoken I, about her, or seen of her no, yeah. in uh, you yeah. know, the league so far. Well, it's kind of like Lando, right? We get a lot more Lando in episode five in a lot of ways. Like, we get introduced to Lando in that, and then in episode six, we see him a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. and he gets this big hero moment at the end, so we may get something like that. She may, she may actually be I leading mean, the space chart. co-hero mm-hmm. moment, uh, moment with nine. nine. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go here. Yeah, fair enough. All right, second to last one here. Uh, Kylo being announced as Supreme Leader in The Last Jedi, Do how is that role going to evolve? Is that a setup for something major? In terms of him leading the last, in terms of him calling the last battle, right. as, and jump in the, here, the leader Dan, of the, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I will. Yeah, uh, yeah um, for this one, I told you I wanted like Caligula, I wanted the dark, like yeah. you know Caesar. I wanted that all that storyline, but then I've kind of been on the fence with that, and I want to go the other way now, and I want to, I want to see him be redeemed early in the film, like Act One, and, and lose this supreme leader title. I don't really want to see it fulfilled yeah. to a degree. Um, what do you, I don't know what you guys... Yeah, I've always seen him as a very unpopular leader. I, right. He's not charismatic. Right. He is he's not... not need to follow. Yeah, he has very little, like, ability to control his temperament. 
Um, I feel like I'm explaining Trump right now. Yeah. Andy, uh, so, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I feel like what's going to happen is that like he's just you're going to see like a lot of the mumblings around, just like who is this person? Why are we following him? I think it's ripe for a coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, I think it's ripe for a upper management uh, position change. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to lead. He's a dog on a leash. He's right always now. been a lone wolf, though, right. right? Like he's always been on his own agenda. I think we're going to be exposed to a power stronger than Snoke. Yeah, is that Admiral or, Pride or with least, his Sith troopers? Like, do we get a coup? Maybe, first act coup. Maybe, or maybe right. we see even a lower group that mm-hmm. sort of has a plan to deal with him. He's undoubtedly strong, but I just. I, I don't see any way that he can lead. Who would he's follow? He's not him? a leader. Yeah, he's yeah. See, I want the tyrannical, like crazy Kylo, and I want him to almost double down as a villain. But it, it like either one of the double. All I, want, all, yeah. I want, all I want is either him to go far, far and away dark side, where he's just this downright tyrant, or mm-hmm. I want him to go good immediately, like Act One. Right. Like, I yeah. don't really want any, yeah. any more wavering with Kylo. Like, no, agree. The last two yeah. movies have kind of been this wavering between light and dark. I want his I think decision to be made. People could argue right now that that is his character, but I would say let's have him make a, a real choice now. Right. And then see the results of that, just because that I think it will pay off in the end. Yeah, no, I agree. Decision needs to be made in Act One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Final setup. Luke's death. I mean, it yeah. almost didn't even feel like a death. It felt like a victory. It was a yeah, really right. beautiful, yeah. interesting scene. Is that a setup for Force Ghost Luke to yes. have more power as, or a bigger role in the story comes ahead? What do you think, Ben? I think there is a reality where Luke didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that might be the Rise of Skywalker. would be a, like... It would just be really funny if it was a redemption story, a second redemption or a redemption story of Luke Skywalker. Like he messed up, you know. He yeah. He believed in his baser emotions. He walked away when it wasn't the right time, and um, maybe we actually see him be like, "Now nah, this was all a trick. Now I see the path. Now I understand." And you know, and then wait, so you're saying he didn't die on the rock? He didn't on die. Too? He's he's alive. That's some that's some black helicopter, some deep conspiracy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, deep. I, you can. <laughs> this I, is the tinfoil segment. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. We are locked blind you into with attack the position. Off my yeah, that, metal helmet. I. Uh, I this is tinfoil, right? Yeah, yeah, you're safe. You're safe. You're safe. I think he's dead. Uh, but <laughs> okay. What's 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 interesting, right? Is that if you he can is believe that if you want. That's but cool. I I agree that and I might just shoot my Chihuahua cannon. <laughs> But but I don't think we've seen the last of him. Obviously, I think we're gonna get we're gonna get some force ghosts. But I think I don't think we've said a proper goodbye to Luke yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, right? So so something has to happen where we get yeah. more of a satisfying ending, and I don't know what that force is. Force ghost Luke. That'd be great. We could get yeah. flashback. <laughs> possible flashback Luke as well. Probably. I think that yeah. <laughs> there's so much de aging technology being used. Uh, to, oh. to make actors look younger and I've always said it's it's kind of a crime not to do it with the original three from yeah. Star Wars it's like yeah. this is don't you want to see one last little yeah. adventure that they were on and I the just, ending of that adventure and how it poetically I, resounds in the film I, do, like, I feel like Mark Hamill protests too much yeah right yeah 
He's all just like, and another thing about Star Wars yeah, he's is they never had game. this shot. Yeah. And it's like, you've never, ever complained about no, anything in your life. Yeah. I wasn't even th- Yeah. And then that it was like, but like, he's like, why wouldn't you have this shot in the movie? Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be funny like, if it was just like, that's the shot you actually do have? Don't you figure movie? like his entire Twitter feed the next, the week after the right. Rise Skywalker is just going to be gotcha. Like that's yeah. going to be the entirety of it. But the thing is, is like I, that would be very marketing. It would be. How do we say? So here's an issue that the Last Jedi set up that I don't know how to resolve. That just kind of popped in my head. They brought back Yoda, which yes. best is choice, best, best choice scene in, in that entire movie, which I love. But here's the thing: in the old texts, in the old EU. The old rule was after a certain amount of time, Force Ghosts couldn't come back. Do you remember that from the EU? There was a moment of like Kenobi. That, was, that is deep cut EU. Saying goodbye to to basically saying goodbye to um to to Luke, basically saying like this is it. I can't I can't come back again. Right. Right. Which was weird to have put those. This rules was Obi Wan saying his Obi Wan saying finally to goodbye to Luke in the, Luke the, in the old old EU. Uh, right. So this I was, um yeah. I appreciate now that uh, that's no longer the case. But here's the thing. We need, if this is the rise of Skywalker, and that means that Skywalker, whatever that means. But at the end, I think it means that Skywalker, Luke is dead, right? Or not. I'm with you. Luke is dead. He did die physically. How do we say a proper goodbye to a character? (laughs) How do we say goodbye? How do we say a proper goodbye to a character who could come back at any given time? If Yoda can come back 40 years later. Right. How do we say goodbye to a character that is now one with the force and can come back and just be like, oh, yeah, I know you said goodbye to me last Tuesday, but I'm back because I have some more advice for you. So, yeah, and a lot of speculation has, has uh, been swirling around Kylo and Luke because of what he says to Kylo where he says, I'll see you around, kid. It's yeah. as if yeah. he is going to be talking to <laughs> I'm Kylo. Go, I'm so going to go home more. and watch The Last Jedi right now. Wouldn't it be so great if we actually saw like a force ghost haunting? Well, what if that's the how training? Cool would that what if that's what I want? Like, just taunts that dude. Yeah. Just be like, what if idiot. we talked about how Rey is so remarkable and she can just learn on her own. What if what if the training session in the Rise of Skywalker is between Luke and Kylo Ren? Like that yeah. would be that would be amazing. I cry so much. <laughs> That'd be such an inversion. Between tears. Such an inversion of what we've seen before. Like a light side master is yeah. talking to a dark side adept, you know, someone who's just right. learning the dark side. And he's just like, bruh, you don't know. <laughs> he's like, I've been there. Yeah. Let me tell you to take this yeah. guy down. Who he's called Palpatine. Truck? He's yeah. the worst. And yeah. Right. I just found out he's still around. He's still around. And like, I know you thought like there were stronger Jedi, but there's not. I'm, I'm the guy. <laughs> the power of the dark side is real and it's yeah. good that you're dark. You're going to need this. Yeah, you're going to need it. You um, need to cool. all that. So we think Luke's going to be a big role in the Rise of Skywalker. I hope so. I, he's going to be a role. I hope Screen so. Time, I, do I we... love Mark Hamill so much. I just need more of him until the very end. If this is the Rise of Skywalker, how many times do you I need, hope need him involved. to appear? Thinking about the previous films and how often the Force ghosts appeared in those films, do you yeah. do you want him to appear during fights? Like people have been talking about these this kind of theory. Where I want it's him like, there to appear during a fight time. or something. I, I want him always there. Let's let's go around real quick. <laughs> right. Minutes of screen time. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Mm. That's a good Anyone want to go first? Well, a minute, is like, a minute is like a I page. Nine for minutes oh, that's of not time. okay. I was gonna say five, so we're not like crazily. Yeah, I'm not because I'm afraid you'd be like thirty-eight. Yeah. Uh, all right, so no, we got nine, no. five. Uh, Grant, what are you thinking? 
Yeah, I'll go 12. I'll go the highest. Just okay. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. I want 12. I think five. <laughs> That's like 12. I want like pages of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Almost like, yeah. I don't know, some kind of insight that he's sharing. Uh, that would be pages, and that would be minutes. So minutes, that's 12, 12, page, 12 pages of, of... Well, yeah, and, and interspersed in <laughs> yeah, wherever, all over the yeah. script, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's in the books. It's in the books. It's in the books. Mark it down. And we'll never text. come back to this, but if we did, it would be super cool. I used to have a spreadsheet going. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> well, I bet, so that's uh, pretty much so our show. That's the second. That's it. So that's I was it. looking up. No, Chris, no, like, what are you, what are you already? Googling right now? So I was trying to figure out when Force Awakens tickets went on sale. Because it always goes on post-Monday Night Football. Yeehaw! Yeah. So, um... Oh, football's coming up, though. I Close. know. Next, uh, tonight. Not, opening, yeah. uh, oh, it's opening tonight. Game tonight. First game's tonight. tonight. The Pats Sunday. are on Sunday, in case yep. you all want to see The tonight. Browns are on Sunday, too, if anyone else cares about me. They have a real shot <laughs> for the playoffs this year. They sure do. Do. Hey, they when five thirty eight has no five thirty eight. Uh, CBS has them Mixler. making the playoffs and losing in their first game. Uh, so <laughs> I'll take it. It'll still be a, anyway. a monumental <laughs> accomplishment. It would for team uh, they've won like two games the past two years. Yeah, not, not, it's a little <laughs> more than that, but eight and eight. Anyway, uh, so uh, sorry. So no, it's fine. so I think uh, I was gonna say the movie opens in a little over a hundred days, and I think oh, we're gonna be buying tickets in just over a month, which is crazy because it's usually mid October when tickets go on sale for the Star Wars movies. How amazing is that? Like almost a little more than a month from now, we will know that we have tickets to <laughs> see this. Like it's actually happening because I don't buy Two tickets. Ben just looked into my soul right now. <laughs> yeah. Because I was we'll, crying we'll, on the inside. I will announce it here first, as I've crazily we've made a commitment. We're yeah. going to go see. We're going to see it back to back, back, and then we'll Opening do. Night. Dude, I, I love Man on the Street in mm-hmm. between. Even though I feel like in between those two movies, we're just going to try to collect our skull. Yeah, like try to like. Well, I think we'll talk about some emotions. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be fascinating to see if our like stock rises, falls, or stays the same, or if it changes between us. Like if someone goes yeah. like, "I loved it. I really loved it." To like. I loved it too. Yeah, I like it too. I loved it too. I I'm love this okay. idea because I wish I did that with the last Jedi. I wish I saw me too. It twice. I, Man, I really wish I did. You're both maniacs, but I'm glad you're because I because I, that. I walked out. I literally walked out of of the last Jedi like thinking I either love that movie or I hated that movie, and I literally spent the next forty eight <laughs> hours before I saw it again going. I don't know. Like I didn't sleep. hour long podcast. I didn't sleep because so after this, I've realized like any new Star Wars main canon picture, I need to see back to back so I can like first time because the first time I see a Star Wars movie, it's me going, "Is this good? I hope it's good. I think it's good. I think I like it. I'm not right. sure if I like it. This is kind of weird, but this is kind of great. Like that's two hours of my life." Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I would just be excited to have two people to respond against, and then like afterwards, be like, then the second time I'll probably be like. Just kill me. I need to go to sleep. But no, no. Um, then we come back to yeah. here, right? <laughs> and tape a two-hour podcast. That's, I love this plan even more. I will now. sleep on your couch. Wait, this is the <laughs> ultimate movie. It is the ultimate, ultimate movie. movie. Is it, yeah, here too forward to Star Wars. Everything else is going to be trimmed. So when you talk about ready, like training yourself, like there, whenever screen time is just like utilized for someone to be by themselves. It's yeah. going to be crazy because it's like an indie film at that yeah. point. And this yeah. is the ultimate movie. But that's why, like, that's, that's why crazy. not to keep bringing it back to Endgame, but, like, that's why Endgame works. You, so spend, you have three hours, and yet there's moments in that film that are, like, small, small introspective, moments. like, character moments <laughs> yeah. that I'm like, this movie <laughs> is brilliant because yeah. you've spent, like, 22 movies 
and you're still paying the stuff off. You're not like everything yeah. has to be an action scene. You can have just two characters talking for yeah. five minutes that are just yeah. like talking about "I love you 3000. <laughs> that blows my mind. That's, that's incredible. I just the artistry that goes into making these mm-hmm. giant films, and yeah. especially when the culminating film of yeah. all you know a whole bunch of films. It's yeah, pretty amazing. Isn't Star Wars great, guys? It's, it's kind of fun. It's it's a fun little experiment to, you know, do the backstroke through a couple times. There's there's enough content there and a lot enough direction and enough myth and well, it's going to be a giant space battle, right? It's gonna there's gonna be they're gonna push the the frontier, the spiritual frontier, and the force and explore. Yeah, I think so. What's yeah. next with what? What's it like to be both light and dark? What's it like to waver between them? Uh, and Ray and Kylo represent the two sides of the coin. It's perfect. It's a great fit. It's so mythic. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see what we see. Well, we're almost there. And by almost, I mean we have a long way off. But uh, it'll be fun watching the whole process through all of that. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening Did to us through this whole thing. Next week? Uh, next week. What are we doing next uh, week? Black Spire. Uh, we're going to cover oh, yeah. the review. Black Spire Outpost review by Delilah as Dawson, and your dog is eating my hand right now. In our acclaimed segment. <laughs> Sorry about all my dog in this episode. She's <laughs> she's feisty and likes friends. Um, she also looks like a Star Wars alien. Species. She does kind of. She has very Yoda-esque ears. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, Delilah S. Dawson. Um, love Black Spire so far. So far, so good. Halfway so through. It's been great. Really loving it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, a lot of yeah, she's a great writer. It's yeah. a great thing. I'm gonna nerd um, out so, we'll, so we'll hard at that part. Yeah, guys. I know. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, it's not so fair. Be, yeah, next week might just be that book, and that's it. Um, yeah, knowing on how we sort of talk about books. Yeah, and there's been so many good books lately yeah. that it's it's been worthy of it. Lord. Um. All right. So, uh, thanks very much for listening to us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. May the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Yeah.